big dog. Ball top. Oh, oh, oh. We're finally here. 2023 2024 NBA season preview. Yeah. Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel. We're fired up. It's finally here. NBA season. It's been a long off season, man. Uh, yeah. It's been a, a crazy one on both our ends. Yeah. But we're finally here. We're ready. This is where we thrive. Once the season starts, you guys get to, to see the big dogs come alive. The freaks uh-huh. come out at night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Freak time. And uh, yeah. Here we are, yeah, exactly. No, that might be good, man. Freak time. Uh, I believe, uh, what was it? Uh, Giannis trademarked un- unseen freaky hours, <laughs> yeah. uh, something like that. Uh, so I mean, we're, we're all on the same page. Me, uh, us, and Giannis. Yeah, very close. But uh, Jordan, I mean, this is a this is a big season. Everything, uh, you know, every year it seems like the NBA landscape changes completely. Uh, you know, the parity has never been uh, been greater. Yeah. Uh, you know, over the past couple seasons, uh, a new NBA champion, I believe, uh, four out of the last. Uh, you know, five seasons, something like that. They don't know, nobody's really repeating anymore. Uh, gone are the days of the super team. Yep. Uh, Jordan, I mean, looking ahead of the season, what are you really, what are you looking forward to most? What's uh, something that sticks out to you when uh, when it comes to this year? Are you just happy basketball is fucking back? I mean, I'm I'm always happy basketball is back. Like I say, I forget it's there, and then it, it when when we've got it again. Uh, you know, starting tomorrow, or I guess when people are listening this, to this, starting today, Tuesday, the uh, the twenty fourth. Uh, you've got uh, basketball every night, and then you realize, oh, th- I, I'm actually I have another level of happiness I can actually get to that mm-hmm. I, I forgot kind of was there. So that's always nice. Um, but I mean, there, there's a lot of you know, every every year, you know, I'm 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 looking at you know storylines, you know, watching my favorite players, and you know whoever's moved around. Uh, uh, you know, during the off season, I mean, you've got Dame uh, somewhere new. You've got my guy Chris Paul somewhere new. I'm, I'm excited to see mm-hmm. the new faces in the new places. Uh, but you know, as a homer, I'm just excited. I feel like I don't want to say anything yet. I need to see how it plays out. But I feel like Raptors secretly, no one's really talking about it. We don't want to oh touch boy. it. But it feels like oh the, the vibes Uh-oh. are kind of back. The, no, no, no. <laughs> you bought back in, man. We, we talked about it on the preview, the division previews. If you guys didn't check it out, we went from angry to loving the Raptors again all within 10 minutes. Listen, I'm not even going to get into the product. I don't care if they lose every game. I just feel like there's good vibes to this team again. There's there's mm-hmm. a new coach yep. bringing energy. Uh, undefeated in the preseason, baby. Let's go. You know that always uh, translates to regular season. Um, and I just I, feel I love the Raptors. The, ha- the Halloween party. The fits are always <laughs> yes. awesome. Everyone always has funny costumes. They're either awesome or horrible. <laughs> yes. Garrett Temple had a skeleton one. I'm like, this is like... <laughs> Like this looked like something you whipped up, man. Like he straight up, like, like he put the effort in. He did put some makeup, and he Just thought like he me. looked really good. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, it's like Scotty being Frozone. Uh, you know, there's there's been people who've been talking about him on the spectrum. That wasn't one that helped him <laughs> uh, as far as uh, the, the way it looked. Oh, uh, and then Grady Dick I is Scooby Doo, man. But, but but I mean, Darko is Captain Jack. It was pretty pretty stellar, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, some some decent uh, costumes out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if any other team does that, man. No, no, that's what I'm saying. And I mean, the, the, I'm I'm just I feel like. Uh, you know, Masai, the psychopath aside, you know, we've got, uh, we've got good vibes again. So that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm most happy about going into this year. But like, yeah, I mean, so many, so many things. I mean, we, we, we've also, you know, I, we're going to get into it too. You know, uh, we, we've also, we also previewed the Lakers in our Pacific division, uh, uh, preview from, from a few eps back. Mm-hmm. Like the the best player of our generation still in the game. Uh, LeBron is still uh, you know doing things, and we gotta make sure you know at the beginning of every season to sort of take stock uh, you know on him and guys like like Kevin Durant and Steph Curry like these these uh, 
stalwarts, if I'm using that word right, uh, you know, of the era. Sure, uh, they're still they're still around. They're still doing things. So we gotta take them in and appreciate them while they're still here. Mm-hmm. You got the Cheers. young guys coming up. Uh, it's it's a great it's a great time of year, man. There's so much to uh, to look forward to. But yeah, mainly, you said it. We just we got we got the hoops back, uh, and it's uh, it's mm-hmm, gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, man, let's stop dosy doing around this <laughs> yeah. one. Let's get right oh, into it, go. brother. It's time. Let's start it off, man. I, I, I let's get personal. Let's get really upfront and personal. Let's get this out of the way. Okay. Fifty dollar wager every year. The <laughs> yeah. annual fifty dollar wager. Jordan and I have been battling it back. Uh, predates this podcast. Uh, a lot of money won to my side. Uh, God knows I could use it right now. I can't uh, <laughs> make a pick to save my life. Uh, but every year on the NBA season, we uh, we we run a fifty dollar bet. The first year, Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, you'll remember I won it with uh, the Pelicans making the playoffs Boop. last year. Flegel getting it uh, with the Timberwolves squeaking in there. Let's go. Uh, they, they've come down to the wire back to back years. Yeah, so they we really have. We can bring you guys another another really close one. And I think I think this one should be a close one. I. I I would be surprised if they're not in the play-in mix uh, in some regard in the Western Conference. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it could go either way. They're a young, spry, exciting team, Jordan. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I would love it. Personally, you know, I, I would love it if they would make it in. But now that I'm putting my money on the line, man, uh, I'm cool <laughs> with uh, sticking sticking my guns and saying they're just going to miss out. But this year's $50 bet will be contingent on the Oklahoma City Thunder making the playoffs. Jordan needs them to make it. Let's go. I'm saying... Fuck no! Uh, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a close one, man. Uh, I, I mean, confidence be. level. Where are you at? One to ten. Well, I mean, uh, I think th- for me the two options are that it's close or that it's not close. And by not close, I mean they're in, baby. They're in that top six. I would not be surprised uh, if if they if they get into that six spot. Although uh, maybe I'm pushing it. I don't know. I always forget about teams in the West. It is it is pretty crowded out there, but. Yeah, I, I don't see a scenario where they're not in the mix uh, just because they've, they've mm-hmm. got too many good guys now, too many proven guys. You know, SGA uh, looking even better than he did last year, a first-team All-NBA uh, type type season. So I'm I'm feeling pretty confident, Matt, but I do think it's crowded mm-hmm. enough that it will be close, and you never know what's going to happen. So uh, I, I think it's going to come down to the wire once again, which is good for us. It'll be fun. Well- Hey, it's always good when it's a sweat. That's always nice. Uh, and, and like we said, $50 is nothing to us. Uh, you know, $50 million, uh, an episode. Thank you so much to our uh, 16 followers on Twitter, yep, you guys. Thank uh, you. You guys really helped us I think, really we're, hey, us I think we're at 30, uh, aren't we? Uh, 30? Uh, am I hey, thinking if about the, if we have 30, man, I'll take it, <laughs> man. Maybe with inflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Maybe with inflation, man. I'll take it. But, uh, hey, early plug. At Big Dog Ball Talk. If you don't follow us, come on, man. Fucking Stop listening right we now. Need it. If you we, don't follow us, fuck yeah, off. Yeah, actually, pause us. Pause us right now. We're, we're gonna give you. Fu- we're gonna give you ten seconds to do it. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't want to get into this, no. man. I'm not waiting. Uh, <laughs> let's move into the real NBA hardware of the season. Let's get my least favorite one out of the way. You always wanted in there. I just want to get it done with, man. Coach <laughs> of the year. This is the most important uh, one. Man. You know, the, the coach is the most the, important. The, as you say, a, a stalwart yeah. behind the bench, man. There we go. Uh, is that, that the I right need to, term? We need to uh, that out. Alex, what does that mean? Yeah, Alex, patch this in. Stalwart definition. Uh, it sounds like it could be like a, a Tolkien character, uh, yeah. like a, like a, some kind of a breed. Yeah, you know? yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. War, uh, dwarves, elves, stalwarts, and uh, men. I don't know something. Yeah, leprechauns. Yeah, it's all in there. Uh, it's all part of the lore. Uh, but coach of the year, man. Uh, I don't know who it could be. This one is so subjective. Like I know all the awards are subjective, and I've kind of gone big brain psychedelic style that I I, I don't even. <laughs> Uh, you know, comprehend. You know, the, the, there's too much. The, there's no real way to determine who's the MVP. There's no way to interpret anything yeah. else. So I'm just going on my vibes, my personal feelings. And uh, coach of the year, 
I think this one, uh, again, I, I mentioned it when we were going through our division previews, and uh, this one really just stems from, I, I think they're going to have uh, a season that's a lot better than people will think they're going to have, and uh, I, I think it's going to wow some people. They're going to have a high finish in the Western Conference. People are going to show some respect. They're going to give some respect to the coaching staff as well. I'm going with the Minnesota Timberwolves, Ooh. Chris Finch. Okay. That's my pick, man. Uh, like again, last year, I, I think like it's it. good. Yeah, the storyline helps out a lot here, man. Uh, he, he's uh, You're taking the you know, the, this team, you know, the last year that didn't really live up to the expectations, uh, you know, gave the Nuggets uh, some some tension, some run there yep. in the first round. Yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, ultimately didn't really seem like he had the, the reins of the locker room last season. So <laughs> uh, I, I think really this year, if he could really get this team rolling, they can play well. I'm not even going to say it's credit to him necessarily, but if they can play well, mesh cohesively, Kyle Anderson, Rudy Gobert keep their hands to themselves, I think that, you know, the, the, the Timberwolves are, in my opinion, a top four, top three seed in the Western Conference this year. That's my opinion, and I, I'm sticking to it. Uh, I, I think that uh, Chris Finch is going to get a lot of luck, man. Uh, so I, I wouldn't sleep on him. I believe if you look in the odds makers, he's uh, he's more like the plus fifteen hundred uh, or, or, or greater odds. So right. uh, a lot of value on Chris Finn. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you, when you were going into that there, I thought you were gonna take take my guy because um, mm. all of the things you said uh, leading up to it could apply to this team. And I think th- this team this year is kind of my version of what you think the Timberwolves are gonna be a, a team that's going to. Uh, o- overperform well. I I did think him. I did. I, I think about him. I he, I think he's actually leading the pack. Think about him leading the race uh, right now uh, in terms of the odds. Um, uh, yeah. And you know, lots of people think OKC are gonna you know ha- have a have a good season. So I wouldn't be surprised if he got it. Um, you know, if if if, if they finish with a good record, but. Just like you said with the Timberwolves, I think this team is going to be better than people think. I think they are also going to have a top four finish uh, in the West, and I think it's going to be a bit of a surprise. And I just want to say, this does not mean I think this person is a good coach. Uh, and I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Coach, I'm standing by that <laughs> too as well. Because coach the year, like every every coach in the NBA is a good Bud's coach. One coach of the yeah, year. exactly. Uh, uh, Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey. <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we awesome. Okay. Awkward. Yeah. Awkward. Anyway, but uh, like every every coach has the in the NBA. If you're a fucking NBA coach, uh, you know you're mm-hmm. you're one of the thirty best basketball coaches on the planet, or roughly. Uh, and uh, you know you've. You have the potential to be good. It's just all about how your season goes, what type of players you have, all mm. these other factors. So give me Jason Kidd of the D- Dallas Mavericks, who I think man, that's a great are going to have a great that's my pick from a what was it last yeah, year? Yeah, I think you. Two years yeah, ago? I don't know I which one. Say, I, there was familiar. one I just fucking freeballed it and it worked out. Yeah, yeah. should have won it. I, I stand by. Yeah, I mean, I mean a couple years ago you could could have made the case. Uh, you know, uh, and and I think again. I just think uh, I'm I'm almost ready to give up on Luca uh, because he's uh, the biggest whiny diva I've ever seen in my life. But I think I'm giving him uh, and the Mavericks as a in general the the benefit of the doubt that they had a really disappointing season last year. No matter how you slice it, for them completely missing the play in was not what anybody mm-hmm. had this team sort of pegged at. And I just think they're bringing back a bunch of healthy guys. I know they've got a lot of question marks. They're not going to be. You know, I, I don't think they're true top-tier contenders, but I think they're going to be a good regular season team. And I, I think uh, uh, that's, that's you know, if, if they can finish with that, as I'm predicting, top four record, I think uh, Jason Kidd's got a good case. So so give me J. Kidd. 
He's always good to just sneak in there because, again, people, yeah. you know, he's an NBA legend. It's oh, like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, he is a top five point guard ever. But and I mean, uh, his his skills. This guy is historic. His best no, his best play was bump me. A hundred percent. It was that's incredible. Still, I was gonna bring no, I've that never, up. That was that's one of the best plays ever. Fucking genius. And you know, he might be pulling some of that shit again <laughs> this year. Who knows? Uh, but uh, he's got the skills. That's for sure. Well. uh that's my coach of the year talk, Jordan. I think I've uh, we we've covered our bases here. I I, yep. I don't really want to get it more into because no. really this is all speculation on just the teams we think might be good. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and that can be a segment for another day. Yep. Uh, but to move on, let's get to the real hardware here, man. Uh, without further ado, let's go with the the young guns, the rookie of the year okay. race. Uh, you know, there's this one's a heavy one. Obviously, uh, you know, Wembenyama, the the resounding favorite to to claim the top rookie uh, uh honors this season. It's been a uh, you know crazy preseason uh, for him. They're pulling off these insane <laughs> antics and feats. He's dunking from out of nowhere. He's blocking my boy Wiggins. I was gonna. <laughs> I, I was hoping someone maybe would Photoshop or crop him out. Just have like the hand of the ball, the release. But like he he is looking like a freak out there, and yeah. it, he's he's so young, and he's just just gonna get better. Uh, you know, uh, barring any you know health scares, you know, knock on any kind of wood. Yep. Uh, I'm uh, you know hoping all the best for him. Uh, he looks like the real deal. It's tough to say that he doesn't uh, based on the last little bit of play. Yep. And the Spurs have zero expectations. They're going to let this guy play. Like, Do you think that anybody has a chance of legitimately dethroning him uh, from winning the, uh, the the Rookie of the Year race this year? Or do you, uh, cause, uh, because at this point, it really is his win. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, like I, I think he deserves to be the, the resounding favorite. Um, but I'm I'm going out a little bit out of left field here, Matt. Uh, I'm going to... Mm. I'm going to say that I do think someone can kind of knock him off the pedestal. And I think it's someone, uh, you know, it, it, this, this isn't a out of left field pick by any means. He's, he's got the third highest odds, uh, that, that I see here, but I think Chet Holmgren can mm-hmm. take advantage of the, the fact that he's got a team with real expectations this year. And I think he's going to put up similar stats to Victor, if not even exceed them, just because Victor's going to be so, like the Spurs are going to be so careful with Victor and treat him like a baby. And he might only play 25 minutes per Mm -hmm. night. There's no expectations at all. Whereas Chet's going to be in a lot of close games. I think the thunder are going to try and be competitive. If, if they're going to sort of go for the season that I think that they're going to try and have. Um, And I think he's going to want to come in and and just go balls to the wall. He missed his whole first season, yep, and yep. and and he's you know it kind of gives him a bit of an unfair advantage being a guy kind of who's you know redshirted uh, and been around the league now f- for a year without actually playing. But I think uh, you know I, I I think he he's gonna be sort of the guy I'm I'm looking at to 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 be that person to kind of scoop scoop under Victor and uh, and 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 take that crown because I yeah I think he's he's gonna have. All the opportunity in that Oklahoma City front court, which has been barren uh, up until now, yep. um, and uh, yeah, he's going to be uh, and 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 you know you, you can't put it past like the voters. There's there's a certain sect of voters who like when a rookie is on a good team, and they always bring it up. Like yep, it was just yep. the the Jalen Williams argument last year, who uh, you know ironically on the Thunder as well. Even though Paolo was you know I think clearly the better rookie uh it just in terms of sure, uh yeah, you yeah. know especially through the first half of the season um it, it got a little bit closer at the end but the argument for 
uh, Jalen Williams was that, look, he's on this team that's actually in some of these games. It's in the play-in mix. So I think that's going to be a factor as well for, for Chet on OKC that I think is going to be a competitive team, whereas the Spurs, I, I don't think they're they're going to be winning that many games. So, so yeah, I'm, I, give me Chet Holmgren. Um, even though yeah, I, I do think Victor does, you know, deserve to be the favorite. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he won, obviously, but I think Chet's, mm-hmm. Chet's going to be the one for me. That's where I'm putting my money. See, I like the pick and, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about Chet multiple times, you know, through the NBA draft process before when Vignano was taken number one by the Spurs, yep. uh, you know, as a guy who, you know, next year in the rookie of the year race is going to be up there because, you know, I think a lot of people are forgetting it. This was a guy he obviously not on the level of, uh, you know, when Vignano, but, Definitely, uh, you know, it was a, well, a huge, highly touted prospect, and people thought yep. last year he would be, you know, a, a rookie of the year favorite. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how he can pan out. And again, he slotted in, like you said, like a perfect role, perfect opportunity for him uh, to take a team with no center depth. He's going to get all the minutes in the world. Yep. He'll have a lot of time to develop, and he's playing around a lot of guys who have, you know, proven themselves in uh, in the big moments. So yeah, I think that uh, he'll definitely garner some attraction. And you know, I, I'll still say this. I. I I think Wemin Yama will, you know, barring again any restrictions or anything weird going on there with just, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to take care of his body and whatnot. I still think he'll probably play the most games that, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, whatever it is, 65 games to qualify yeah, here for the, yeah. the end of the year awards. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I could see him scoring 20 points per game because I think they'll let him shoot yeah. uh, whatever he wants. And, and I get the preseason is, you know, maybe an inflation. I don't think he's going to be doing all this to people on a nightly basis. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he will be doing it, uh, you know, uh, on some of these nights yeah, yeah. Uh, against these lesser competition. But, you know, kind of going along the same lines as you, I'm going to go with a team who I think is going to be a little bit better than the Thunder this year. Uh, you know, and uh, it, this is in the Eastern Conference, so, you know, there's got a little bit of, uh, you know, apples to oranges here. Yeah. Um, but a guy I think is going to have a bigger role than a lot of people give them credit for. I think he's going to grow into it. He's going to roll into it. And I think, you know, it could work very well along with uh, their, their all-star, uh, you know, front man right now uh, in Tyrese Halbert. And I'm going to Walker. Yeah. We talked about him a little bit uh, in our recent division preview of the central division. Yeah. I think he could come in there and put up some big numbers right away as a rookie on a team that's going to be competing for a potential play in spot. Yep. Uh, I, I could see him really. Wow. Some people he's got, he's got that jump out of the gym ability. Mm-hmm. He can get up there and yam one down. He'll have the highlights. Not much of a, a floor stretcher, uh, as far as I've seen. So we'll we'll see if you can you know adapt that a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would keep an eye on him as well. He's a guy I think could be a sneaky little uh, little pickup there to, to be in that contention. You know, might not win it, but you know he could get some value on that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Plus two fifty uh, or, or twenty five hundred, I should say on. Uh... Yeah, twenty five hundred is fucking big money. <laughs> yeah. Ten bucks wins you two fifty. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I and I I think that's a that's a smart pick. I think I I, I like it. There's there's gonna be you know the the Pacers have had that sort of question mark at that four spot for so long ever since they mm-hmm. gave up on the Sabonis uh, Miles Turner um, uh, sort of experiment. Uh, and you know I I mentioned when we talked about the Pacers in our one of our recent previews, you know, you've got Obi Toppin in there trying to soak up minutes, but like Jarris Walker, mm-hmm. he's going to be uh, in, in contention for those minutes as well. And yeah, he's, he's was one of our, both of our, uh, you know, one of the guys we kind of looked at in the draft as, as someone who, who could come in and contribute right away. So yeah, I like the pick and it, it's all about, you, you got to look at talent, but you got to look at, you know, kind of similar to my, you know, what I'm saying about, Chet on, on OKC. I think Indiana is going to be competitive at least some of the time here, and they're going to want to go and, and, and win games. And I think that that plays into it. You know, you're, you're going to 
if, if you perform well as a rookie in games that matter, that's going to be weighted heavier. And I think that's going to be the, the mm-hmm. case with him. And, and just, you need the opportunity. Like, like we just talked about Charlotte as well in our, in our preview, uh, Brandon Miller mm-hmm. is going to be, uh, you know, a rookie that people are watching, but I think it might be tough for him to, to put up the stats that he maybe could, if, if it was more wide open on the wing in Charlotte, but they've got other guys that they they've, they've paid that they've committed to that I think are going to, you know, maybe take away some of the minutes at some of the shots that he might've been able to get otherwise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, yeah, I think Jairus Walker is a smart pick just in terms of, uh, yeah, the, 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 the minutes, the touches he's going to be able to get at, at the position that he plays. So yeah, I like the pick. Well, uh, uh, to move on here from the, the freshest crop, let's see about, uh, maybe the rising stars in the league guys who are going to, you know, finally cement themselves as uh, the upper echelon of the NBA. We've seen a lot of guys, claim this award and, uh, you know, end up carving out all-star careers for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not, not guaranteed. Uh, looking at the, uh, the, the, what was that guy's name? Uh, Aaron Brooks. Uh, Aaron Brooks. He might still be hooping in, uh, in Asia somewhere. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, Aaron, Legend Aaron, in China, I'm pretty uh, sure. Did he play in China or did he play in Europe? Yeah, I, I forget. I, something like that, man. Well, well, he's a legend somewhere for sure. Yeah. It has to be at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I, his highlights are cool. I remember him being good in 2K one year. He could splash, I could splash the three with him. Yep. So uh, yeah, Aaron, if you're listening, uh, you know you, you're the man still. Don't don't forget. <laughs> uh, keep keep your head up, kid. Um, but uh, you know, moving on to this year's MIP, uh, Jordan. I want to hear your pick first. I'll let you get in here and uh, get get the gift of gab out a little bit. But uh, th- this is always a weird one for me to you know when I'm trying to figure out who I want to pick because it's like. You don't want to take somebody who's too young in their careers. Because I think most of the time when you see someone take these giant leaps, they're a second year, third year, maybe even a fourth year player. They're still very young usually. Yeah. Uh, and then they make that final leap. And while they still qualify, I wish there were more guys who are maybe like 28, 29 years old that were making these crazy leaps. Yeah. That's what I always think is the most impressive. Is when a guy has already been in the league, people think they know exactly who he is, and they flip it on their head. Like a Laurie Markkinen, that was a great uh, you know turnaround. He's still young, obviously. Julius Randle? NBA young enough, Julius Randle. Yep. Yeah, there, there's guys who have uh, who've come out there and you know shown that they're 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 not going to be a bust uh, in the the eyes of the people. So uh, I, I'm hoping that you know someone like that would win. Well, that's not one of my pick, but I'm hoping that might be yours, Jordan. So you know, dro- drop it on me right here. Who who do you got your most improved player this year? Yeah, well, just you know, I I, I agree. I, I I almost wish that the second and third year players were just ineligible for this award because I just yep, don't yeah, think that's cool. who this award is meant for. Like, yes, players mm-hmm. in their second years. And a lot of times I think even more often in their third years take big unexpected leaps, but so many of them do it that it's kind of hard to like, just pick the best one. Uh, and, and well, it's also easy when award. they're getting like 20 more minutes a game or something yeah, exactly. too, like depending on the situation. The, yeah. That's the thing. So I, I agree with you. I like it for those guys who have already been around a little bit, like at least four years in my mind, um, or at least, you know, going into their fourth year where, where you sort of think, you know, who they're going to be, but then boom, they surprise yep. you and, and maybe in a new role in a new spot or just organically, they just, uh, grow and improve. And I think that's, uh, what this award should celebrate. Uh, and, unfortunately that's not how everyone views it like i'm looking at looking at the odds you've got scotty barnes in here you got evan mobley like the, these yeah, guys yeah, who yeah. were great as rookies and then kind of dipped down below expectations and yeah i fully expect both of those guys to have much better seasons this year but to me that's that's just yeah. a normal kind of curve that you see in the nba um so so yeah aside from those guys i've actually already said it i i was kind of he's not a very high profile pick um, at all. He's, I, I haven't really seen him in any of the top, uh, you know, spots for, for, for odds makers or anything, 
But I said, you know, uh, we only do this once a year. I said, fuck it, I'm going to stick with my guns. Give me Obi Toppin from the Pacers. Yep, yep, it's a good pick. He's he for my pick to pan out. I think maybe your rookie of the year pick has to not pan out uh, in Jarris Walker because yeah, I think man, uh, right, he's got a it, th- those those minutes at the four. Uh, I think are going to have to go to Obi Toppin. I think he's going to have to win them win them out in in you know and and sort of win over Rick Carlisle to get those minutes. Um, but I think if he mm. does. I just think what I saw from him in the playoffs last year uh, when, when he was thrown out there for the Knicks, I was just so impressed with him, both sides of the floor, the 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 hustle that he, he was able to show, the fact that he was able to mix it up, you know, get in on that gang offensive rebounding, use his height, use his athleticism on defense, and then really run the floor and actually hit some shots and show some, some skill. And I just think, you know, as long as he does kind of rise to the top in terms of, uh, you know, get winning those those minutes at the power forward for, for Indiana. Um, I think he's got all the room in the world to uh, sort of grow into a role and be more the guy that people thought he would be when he was drafted. Like he was, he was a fairly high, you know, high draft pick, uh, someone who was well thought of uh, coming into the league and uh, you know, playing behind Julius Randall. It's kind of hard to break into that, uh, you know, break into that role, if you will. So I, I think, yeah, in yeah. a in a completely new environment around a new team, a lot of around of another around a lot of other young guys who I think can help him thrive. I think uh, I think he's got a chance, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't even know what the odds would be for him, but I think that'd be really really high value because yeah, I haven't seen his name uh, anywhere, but I, I think he could pretty easily be in the, the the conversation. Yeah, yeah, and again, a guy who's been around uh, at least long enough that uh, this is a this would be a major step for him, and yeah, again, this is a. A situation. I think there's a lot of guys on Indiana you could look at. Yeah. Uh, Benedict Matherin's another guy. You know, not necessarily maybe for MIP, but even depending on how they shake out these lineups, maybe six man of the year yep. for him or even Obi Toppin. I think as well. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, not yeah. giving away anybody's picks later on, but uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Pacers guys. They probably got some juicy odds uh, and lines around on them. Uh, and, and I like the pick. And like I said, I I, I like it because you know. It's a guy who's at least cut his chops, cut his teeth a little bit here in the NBA. The guy that I'm rolling with here, uh, and it might surprise some people because I was kind of shitting on them when we reviewed them in the uh, the season preview uh, most recently uh, in the Southeast Division. But I do think he's probably going to have some inflated stats. He's going to look good. Uh, again, I said in there, I admitted that he is going to be a, a great player. I think he's going to be a stud. Does it at all levels of the game, and uh, his stats will reflect that, uh, whether or not his team actually gets any wins. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go with Fran- Franz Wagner, uh, third-year player. Uh, like it. You know, he's averaged like uh, you know, yeah. 15, 18 points per game. I think this year he breaks that 20-point uh, mold for sure. I-, I would say there's no chance he doesn't. I would expect his rebounds to go up, maybe even a little bit in assists. Uh, you know, just as he gets stronger and uh, more tough as a as an adult player, uh, I, I think Franz is going to be in there and really in the you know looking to to, to get his own shot as well. Now that he's uh, gotten comfortable with uh, his spot in this lineup uh, with the Magic, him and Bay Carroll uh, playing off each other, also I think should should work well. So I, I think Franz is gonna you know his brother Mo's kicking around somewhere. You can give him some yeah. uh, you know inspirational talk. Tell him, hey man, when I was in the finals uh, NCAA tournament, uh, I was this close, bro. You can do this. He I was know good. It. He was a legend. Uh, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think Franz is uh, is going to be the real deal there, and, and I'll throw on this bonus one. I don't know if, and the only reason I didn't pick him honestly is because I think the stats that he already has are very good that he would have to really blow people away to get MIP. But Josh Giddy is 
due yep. for you know a huge year. Even though I don't think the OKC Thunder are going to make the playoffs, <laughs> uh, you know I still think that he is going to keep evolving. Like he's putting up near uh, you know triple double per night, uh, yep. and is uh, you know only a couple years into the, his NBA career, still super raw. His outside jumper needs uh, you know a lot of work still. Like this guy is adding layers every single season, and uh, you know, I, I think he's going to be a guy who you know he'll never hoist the award uh, award at any point. But uh, I think that. He's a guy who definitely deserves to be acknowledged for how, how quickly he's been able to grow his game, and uh, you know the the numbers back it up as he uh, you know, looks to kind of build a a future budding contender out there in OKC. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was great. Uh, you know, it, Australia ultimately kind of disappointed at the World Cup uh, this this summer, but he was uh, you know awesome uh, in the minutes that he played, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, I think he you know. He, him and, and Shea in that backcourt, there's just like so much creativity and so much uh, craftiness between those two guys. Um, and I, yeah, I'm really excited to see, uh, you know, how he takes another step this year, 100%. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. I could see him being in the race too. Uh, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, he, he was someone people, people considered because, you know, like a lot of these kind of, you know, taller guys with with skill uh you know especially when they're young people people love it you know the analytics nerds especially when you can put up the the as you mentioned you know points passing uh you know and rebound numbers that he puts up he he's it's easy to sort of put yourself in 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 that conversation so yeah i wouldn't uh wouldn't be surprised if he was there and yeah i I like the wagner pick too even though you know he's he he uh is in that category with uh you know scotty barnes and uh mobley you know from that draft um you know the yep. the voters are going to do what they're going to do the and and, and it, it is oftentimes these these third year guys that get it and i think if of that crop of if, if of anyone i think i think franz is primed to, to do that because uh you know i think like a lot of these other kind of younger teams who haven't been that great i think the magic kind of want to take a step forward this year i i, I don't think they're 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 trying to tank by any means um, you know, we, we just talked about how we, neither of us really think they're going to actually, that's going to translate into many wins, but I think Franz is, is going to be given the opportunity to, you know, handle the ball, uh, you know, uh, run the offense through him a lot of the time. He's, he's going to have to share that responsibility with, uh, Paolo, but I think, uh, he, he can kind of rise to the top and I, I do think his stats are going to see a big mm-hmm. jump. So yeah, I, I like the pick. Well, well, we'll move on here uh, to, the, to the next NBA hardware that's going to be given out. Uh, this one, uh, an award we'd already mentioned uh, you know, previously in this, uh, six-man of the year, the best of the bench guy that comes in there. And this is definitely a vibes-based one. Yeah. I know I throw up the word, the term vibes a lot, and you know, that's becoming a trend. Maybe we'll leave this term in 2024 <laughs> if uh, you know it's annoying anyone. But uh, this is a this is definitely one where it's like you kind of have some swagger off the bench. Yeah. I think a lot of the best six men of the uh, the year uh, or six men just in general of all time have all had that swagger. It's kind of like a backup quarterback. You can just come off the bench a little bit cold. You get into the game and you're just ready to light it up. Uh, you know, Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford. Uh, you know, they, these are guys who we've seen uh, you know revolutionize the, the position yep. and uh, kind of take it to that next level. So this is a you know it's it's fitting though. I'm talking about uh, those two guys. Former Clippers and uh, my pick, man, is a is a current Clipper. It's Norman Powell, Normie. man, Storming Norman. Storm. I think he's gonna he's gonna hit those beaches and he's gonna run rampant, man. <laughs> uh, Norman Powell is uh, you know he's a starting quality guard. Uh, you know even a, a borderline small forward. Uh, you know even yep. though he's only at a you know about six four. Uh, he you know, he's he's a great two way player. I think he's uh, still underrated on defense yep. by, by a wide margin. Like 
If, if people really take time to watch Norman Powell play, they'll realize that he is like one of the perfect guys to have on any NBA team. Yep. Uh, you know, they the, the can shoot the ball, defend all the way through, uh, you know, pretty much one through four, uh, you know, give you quality minutes, uh, finishing close. I mean, obviously at times he's not going to be, you know, he's, he's not a superstar. He's not going to be that guy. Nope. But if you have him as a, you know, even I think uh, on, a, on the right situation, you know, a starting uh, starting player, fourth scoring option, this is a, a huge guy to have. Uh, and, yep. and you have him on a Clippers team that's dealt with so much adversity injury-wise, uh, I think he's going to find a lot of time where he might be starting, which hopefully he doesn't start enough games to unqualify himself for this. Yeah, but, yeah. He, that's uh, a bit of an issue with him Powell. in the past. He's yeah. been so close, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I look at him and I'm thinking, you know, he's going to have great numbers. He's going to be on a team that I think will uh, end up having a pretty strong record when all said and done in the Western Conference uh, with the Clippers. And uh, he's he's been on this radar for a while as a potential six-man candidate. And I just don't know if there's anyone else in the league that, uh, you know, plays as meaningful minutes as Norman Powell off the bench uh, in, in the current day NBA. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the pick a lot. I think he's uh, on, on a lot of people's... Uh, sort of leaderboards f- for this rightfully so and and yeah i think you know especially if you look at the situation with the clippers the amount of fucking guys that miss time that might be the the the, the other thing that uh, kind of hurts him as well is that there's so many so many of the guys above him in the depth chart are so often injured that he does slide into the the yep, starting yep. spot and, and he's had he's had his injuries too yeah yeah 100 percent fair share um and and so you know i, I think for Norman to 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 win this award, I think either you know one of Kawhi or, or PG has to put together a a mostly healthy season to to ensure that he keeps mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. off the bench. Um and uh, and because you know like whether he does come off the bench or start, you know what you're going to get from Norman Powell every night. He is going to he is one of the more consistent uh, role players in the NBA. He, he he brings it on both ends. Like as, as you said, hell of a defender. Uh, underrated shooter still as well. Like he's a guy who can really, you know, he can, he can hit corner threes like nobody's business. He can also, you know, handle the ball a little bit, drive to the rim. Uh, it's really good in transition as well. He's a, he's a, he's a guy with not too many weaknesses aside from that Mm kind of, you know, shorter frame, but he makes up for it. He plays bigger than he is. Uh, he's, he's, he's a fire hydrant. He's super strong. And, and yeah, I mean, as uh, as as a Raptors legend, I'm always gonna you know show love to Norman Powell. So yeah, I think uh, 100% he could uh, he could be in the mix and and, and win this one. Um, and and you know my pick, ironically, uh, we're going back uh, you know back to my homerism back north of the border. I think now this one is kind of complicated because I need to see what uh, Darko does with the the starting lineup. So I'm gonna kind of give. Mm-hmm two options here i think what he's telegraphed so far is that gary trent jr is going to be coming off the bench and i think if that is true for for you know enough of the season that he qualifies i think uh he he can he can win this award because i think he is going to be whether it's to you know what whether he thinks he can be with the raptors long term or if he as still a young guy who, who thinks he deserves a bigger role uh, is going to come in, uh, like, he, 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 whatever the scenario may be, I think he, off the bench, even if he's not that happy about it, I think he's going to come in and, and really be motivated to put together a really good season. I think he he showed mm-hmm. last year how... Imp- Ironic, these are the our two picks. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, you know, he, he's, yeah, tra- traded for each other, uh, for, for, for those who don't know. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he... I, I, I think last year he, he, he proved how important he was to this team, even through the, the terrible, uh, you know season that was Raptors basketball last year the one kind of one of the only bright spots really was that Gary Trent Jr. was still 
a good shooter, still a good player, still worked hard on defense, was sort of improved, you know, added a bit of a mid-range game, get, can get to the rim a little bit. And I think he's going to be even better this year. And I, and I think he's going to surprise some people with what he can do. Um, and, and if that's off the bench, you know, fine. I think he's going to, even if he does technically come off the bench for, 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 for most of the season, I think he's going to finish a lot of games for the Raptors, um, which I think is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that's true of most players people who win the six man award, like yeah, they're coming off the bench, but they're good enough that they, 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 you know, they're, they're in that kind of final five for their team. Uh, cause that, cause they're that important. And I think Gary fits yep. that, uh, fits, fits that mold pretty nicely. And if, if we get point Scotty at some point and we do have maybe, uh, you know, a situation where Dennis Schroeder is coming off the bench, give me Dennis, uh, as, as a pick mm-hmm. as well. Cause I think He's coming off. He's got to be confidence at an all-time high. He's a world champion yeah, with best with player Germany. in the world, man. Uh, you you know you said it. We you heard it here first. Uh, and 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 they, you know, I I I, I think he has gone through a lot in terms of you know public opinion about him. But I think he really impressed last year uh, when he rejoined the Lakers. Uh, and and you know as I just mentioned, I had an incredible summer. And I think he's kind of the perfect guy if he does come off the bench to to lead, uh, you know, a, a, a bench unit. And, and he showed that he, he's, he's a better, you know, driver of offense and, you know, a, a show, a better showrunner than people gave him credit for, uh, when he played with his national team. And, and I think he can kind of carry that over, uh, and, and, and put up good stats if he's the one coming off the bench. So I'm going with mm-hmm. one of those two guys, whoever it is, uh, you know, that's, uh, not starting for the Raptors. I think either has got a good chance of, uh, of winning it. Yeah, and I like I, I I like these picks. Uh, I wish I could tell you that your picks sucked, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know I think I think they both have that swagger that I'm looking for yeah. uh, for a guy coming off the bench. Just be confident, let the shots fly, and uh, you know do as you may when you lead that uh, that bench mob. Uh, I I hope that Gary Trent is starting. I'd rather try point yeah. Scotty at this point, yeah. uh, but I mean that's that's just my personal opinion. But I, agree. I do think both guys will uh, you know they'll they'll, they'll excel uh, you know leading a bench role. I think Gary Trent, you know, obviously the the you know, Malachi Flynn will uh, be a big part of that if they really want to run that deep of a bench. If he's going to be able to orchestrate alongside him to get his production, whereas you know Schroeder, I think, can kind of produce a little bit better on on his own off the dribble, uh, you know, it's, uh, and also as a as a primary ball handler. So it, it, I think it'll all depend a little bit on uh, you know the bench personnel that will be playing alongside. Yeah. But uh, I think both guys have uh, you know the potential to have decent stat lines by the end of the year. Hopefully the Raptors are still you know in that playoff contention in that mix uh, so that, that you know the the minutes are still meaningful enough that they matter uh, not just that he's playing uh, you know fourth quarter minutes because the starters are so shit yeah uh so gary trent dennis schroeder I, I i like them both and uh you know we'll we'll see if maybe the former raptor can can snag the six man of the year mantle or uh, you know will it be somebody else uh, we'll have to wait and see emmanuel mm-hmm. quickly i believe uh uh, the betting favorite right now, yep, uh, yep. New York Knicks. So uh, you know, might, might be, uh, another guy who's going to come off the bench and light it up for a, a contender. Should have won last so, year, I'm telling. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a clo- it's a it's going to be a close one for sure. Uh, this is uh, always a tough uh, tough one to to, to agree on. Yep, uh, I yep. still think Fred VanVleet way way back got snubbed uh, by Lou Williams, even though stats wise, uh, it was like eight eight points per game to twenty. Yep. But I swear Fred VanVleet did more for that team. Yep. Uh, I stand by that one. Yep. Uh, standing on business on this one. But we're moving on to an award where you pretty much have to stand on business. This is Defensive Player of the Year award. Uh, A guy who's going to be there anchoring your defense, leading the way, making sure nobody's getting any easy buckets in your house. And uh, this is is one that, I, I mean, I feel a little icky giving up my pick, Jordan. I feel a little icky. That's why I want you to go first and, uh, you know, give your pick so, so I, I can really uh, 
kind of take some take my time and find the best way to to give this pick. But uh, <laughs> I I think that uh, you know this is an award that uh, I I think it's undervalued. Like I would say a defensive player of the year really should be looked at as like the next best to the MVP. Uh, yeah, you know, I agree. If you are the best, if you are the best player on one side of the ball. Like this is that's a and, and defense that they say is win win championships and yeah. uh, this has been proven throughout uh, you know uh, just sports history uh, team sports history I suppose uh, and I think that's you know we, we need to give a little bit more love to these defensive player of the years and I also think the voters maybe need to you know put some more time into the way they decide who really is the defensive player of the year uh, when when they're making their their, their votes because I think sometimes uh, it gets a little bit lost uh, it's just whoever has the best defensive stat lines uh, but Jordan I want to know your pick man who do you got for your defensive player of the year uh, this coming season? This one was tough. Uh, this one was tough. I always find mm-hmm. this one tough to sort of not, predict. Not a lot of defense in the NBA these No, days. yeah, it's, it's getting harder and harder to uh, to, to, to predict it. Um, I. It's funny that we did uh, six-man and now, now DPOY back-to-back because I think people are going to think I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I think he's crazy. <laughs> But uh, I'm I, I like to think of defensive player of the year sometimes uh, at least this time when I was looking at it just in terms of who I think voters are going to value. Mm-hmm. When Marcus Smart won it, uh, you know the season before last, I think it really was this feeling of okay, we keep giving it to these big tall centers, we keep giving it to these yep. uh, Rudy Gobert types. Can, can we show some love to another type of position here that the point of attack, uh, you know, point guard defender, uh, I think a lot of people sort of had that idea and, and then, you know, in their minds already kind of voter fatigue for the huge tall guy. And then that's when Marcus Smart sort of began his his media campaign and and, uh, uh, you know, convinced everyone uh, somehow that he was a better defender than Drew Holiday, which was proven wrong uh, yeah. in, in those playoffs. But the point was that I think people were swayed to. Give this award to to a shorter guy, uh, you know, uh, someone who doesn't Again, normally yeah, get that's it. That's why these awards are bullshit. Yeah, exactly. That's why these awards that we're giving out now, these these, <laughs> these are, are real. We, we give our picks at the end of the season. We're we're really telling it like it is. Yeah. These motherfuckers are just betting on, uh, you know, they're putting that. Oh, you know, it'd be kind of cute if LeBron won the MVP. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Let's we'll give see. him a pity one. Uh, you know, LeBron, he, he should have won in 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 2011. So let's just uh, make up mm-hmm. for it now. But yeah, the, uh, voters do crazy things. But. And, and, and maybe... Well, you're going to get all these D-Rose fanboys that <laughs> yeah. are still in existence <laughs> yeah. coming after us, man. Yeah. These are 40-year-old We can't go to Chicago. We us. can't go to Chicago. No, um, I wouldn't go to Chicago anyway. <laughs> Unrelated. Uh, I want to go see the Bean. Uh, that's where they got the big <laughs> bull statue, right? Deep dish pizza. I don't know. The there's, there's, there's cool things I want to see in Chicago. Um, all right, we'll go. Live show. Uh, I've, I've convinced you. DeRozan, to give it, put us up, man. Yeah. Put us up. Some, all some we've real done for loyal him. fans, man. Yeah, but yeah, but exactly. but do not. He owes us. But 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 your daughter better be somewhere else that night, man, because I can't. Yeah, keep, I'll be. Yeah. There. Yeah, no, I'll have to hold Jordan back. I'm the gonna whole scream night. at her. She, I'm gonna do what she did. <laughs> She's not gonna sleep. I'm gonna eh, all, all night long. I'll, I'll get her back. Um, but uh, yeah, fuck the kids. F- fuck the kids. Fuck the youth. But uh, and and I might be falling victim to you know my own sort of. Uh, I'm I'm trying to predict the trends here. But I think I think you know Jaron Jackson Jr. We we, we did a quick shift last year back to these big guys these big shot blockers mm-hmm. i think people are over it i think they're done um if if i could put to that being said if i if i could predict that he would put together a, a full healthy season uh and 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 this was someone who could you know actually 
reliably be on the court and do what he does. I think Anthony Davis is is probably the best defender in the NBA when he's at his peak. We both picked him a few years ago, mm-hmm. I think in the inaugural season of this podcast, but he's just not healthy enough to do it. So him notwithstanding, I'm going with another type of player that I don't think has gotten love in the DPOY uh, race for a while. And I think it's going to be kind of sexy to give it back to this type of guy. And I'm sorry, I'm going to be a homer again. Give me OG Ananobi. The uh, Whoa, interesting. the prototypical wing defender, you know, the guy who's who's long mm-hmm. and rangy. Um, th- this could maybe you know go to someone like Mikhail Bridges uh, if he puts puts together a, you know a really good defensive season as well. Another guy similar kind of frame and body type, but I think it, the the sexy pick for DPOY this year is going to be someone who is that traditional kind of small forward who puts up decent block and steal numbers, who can kind of defend. Uh, you know, one through four and five sometimes. Uh, for me, I think versatility is going to be kind of king this year. And I think uh, someone like OG, who I think is is now firmly in the middle of the prime of his career. If this is going to be sort of, if anyone's going to have like, or, or if any year is going to be OG's quote unquote best year, I think it might be this year when he's still peak athleticism. He's got a lot of experience under his belt. And now he's got, you know, runway uh you know with things freed up a little bit uh to to sort of go out and 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 do what he does defensively i i think he might put up some monster defensive stats this year and and all the nerds who love him uh i think might uh you know rally behind him so so give me og ananobi call me a homer if you want i i would love to see it man i mean again last year uh, he was an all-defensive uh team member so it's it's not unheard of for him to be in that kind of mix uh people giving him that consideration i thought he was uh He's been a better defender. He should have been all defensive uh, team many times over already. Yep. Uh, you know, and again, and again, this could be homerism. Uh, if it is, uh, feel free to, to email us at Big Dog Balls. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Uh, I, I, yeah, let us know if we're being homers. Uh, probably tell you we don't care. Uh, but I, I do think that yeah, he'll, he should get some consideration. Uh, he's gonna again uh, another. I think that you know it's important when you're looking at a person who's up for defense player of the year is, you know, are they guarding the best player on the other team? And I think OG always is. Yep. Uh, that, that and, and again, at this point, most of the best players in the league are either perimeter or wing guys. There's just not that many dominant, uh, you know, bigs anymore. Yep. Uh, you know, they, they, as much as it's gone to the bigs, a lot of that's just, you know, off-ball blocks and such, which, you know, uh, is, is still kind of going to where my pick is. But I do like the the pick, you know, go with the wing defender. If Kawhi Hellander could play a full season, yep. I would be hammering him. Yep. Or even Paul George, I would Paul consider George. putting him for Herb Jones, the somebody but, like uh, that. Uh, Herb these, Jones these is a sexy guys, pick. I'm, I'm looking at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would like to go that way. But I'm going to go, admittedly, like I said, bit icky, bit bit sad bit uh, depressing Shame on you man but i'm going with him i'm going with the frenchman to win his fourth defensive oh, player shame on your award shame rudy on you, man. gobert gobert i i think he could do it man i really do think he could do it if the timberwolves finish as good as i think they will he's meshing with this team when carol anthony towns was out yes he was actually you. excelling yes probably some of the Probably some of the better basketball that he played, even including those times yes, in Utah. Yes. Uh, you know, the stats maybe didn't jump out at you. He's not uh, someone who averages a ton of blocks, but he stifles a lot of shots. He makes it hard on anyone to take it in the, the inside. Yep. He does a lot of things that don't show up in the box score. Defensive rebounds. One of the best defensive rebounders in the league, if not the best defensive rebounder yep, in the league. Yep, that's uh, a part of defense know, they, they, no people forget. Through. That's a big part it of defense. It is. 
Hundred percent, man. The box out's underrated. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, if you have a good box out, you you've always got a place on my pickup team. You know who's uh, got a good box out? A, uh, Alex. Alex needs deserves respect. He's Alex got the best box low. out in uh, <laughs> I've ever seen. Shout out, Alex. Interesting. Well, you you take him over uh, over Clumley. Hell yeah! Oh, Clumley's. Uh, I'll take Clumley for his offensive rebounding, but give give me Alex for uh, interesting. The, the defensive I wouldn't box take him out. for for uh, yeah. he can't he can't jump. No. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll have that on there. We'll have our uh, a guy who doesn't listen to the podcast go up against uh, our producer Alex yeah. in a box out competition. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. Uh, quality content for sure. Uh, but uh, you know, I I do think Rudy Gobert again. This is all based on my my uh, apparently unwavering faith uh, that the Timberwolves will do well this year. Uh, I think that they will find a way to make it work with Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert out there uh, on the court at the same time. Since they've had this year to kind of figure it out, when they played together, it wasn't as bad as I expected to. It's still not great. Yeah. It's not great defensively, yeah. but... I do think Rudy Gobert will have a lot of experience and a lot of time to, to be down there, honk down, and you know, just guard the rim, do what he does best. And uh, I, I think that the voter fatigue may have winded a little bit, uh, you know, winded away from where he is, and he could wind up, uh, you know, kind of being in that conversation again. I, I, I know nobody, he's, his stock is at an all-time low, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm gonna rock with Rudy Gobert. There's a lot of other guys I would throw out there. You know, I said Anthony Davis. I agree. Can't go with him. Not doesn't play enough minutes. Oh. I'd love to give Joel Embiid that look as well. Yeah. Uh, but again, issue. I think he's just going to have his his focus is, and same same issue. But I think his focus is also just going to be a lot of uh, on the offensive end. I don't think people are going to be looking at him more for DPOI. Yeah. He'll be an MVP candidate. But there's a lot of guys in the league that I think should get consideration. But this one really is kind of a a, a janky one when it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah, and if any big man's gonna do it, he's got a good, a, good of a chance as any Rudy does. He, he's just he, mm-hmm. he is, uh, you know, for all his flaws, he can protect the hell out of that uh, that rim. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's it, you don't need stats to see it, but stats normally back it up. Uh, you know, and it's you know, he's he's in terms of physical gifts and in terms of height, you know, timing, uh, you know, jumping ability, he's. Uh, he 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 is one of the best we've ever seen. As long as uh, as much as mm-hmm. people don't want to uh, admit it or talk about it, uh, it, it it is true. It's undeniable. Um, but yeah, there, there there's a lot of guys you could go with. If 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 I was gonna go with uh, more traditional kind of center, you know, big man who tends to win these awards, Bam Adebayo is another one who I think he's been mm-hmm. sniffing mm-hmm. around this award for many years now, and I think. Um, you know, if, if, if that's something he set his mind to, I think he could do it as well. But, uh, I don't, I don't hate the, the go bear pick, Matt. I, I know why you feel icky about it. Um, but, uh, I don't think it's crazy at all. Well, uh, we'll see how this one pans out, but let's move on to the serious hardware, the major hardware, probably the, the biggest award of the year. Everyone's always looking forward to it. Everyone wants to know clutch player of the year. It's going to be, Oh, I forgot about that. Award. <laughs> I that was even it. a thing. I didn't have it written down or anything. Wait, wait, just give me. Uh, let, let me let me get mine then. Let me get mine then. You can think about yeah, yours. Yeah, sure, man. Uh, yeah, sure. Get get yours in, man. Clutch player of the year award, Jerry West, man. You <laughs> you were clutch. Thank you for making this fake fucking Thanks, award. Uh, but uh, Jordan's got a great pick. I'm sure. I'm gonna whip this one up quick. I, I'll have a good yeah, one. Yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be Steph Curry. I think uh, you know. Interesting. He's, okay. He's, I expect the Warriors to be better than people think this year. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm high on them, and I think uh, Steph has always oh, been. I got, an, I got an easy. Steph pick. has always been an underrated clutch player, and uh, I think if if they're as good as I think they'll be, I think he'll have lots of chances to go out and prove that. And uh, yeah, give me Steph. I think he's going to put together a nice little, uh, you know, YouTube package of of game winning shots this year, like he does every mm-hmm. year. But I think. Uh, you know, Steph is going to continue to Steph. So, yeah, g- give me Mr. Curry. 
And I mean, when you can shoot from anywhere on the gym, yep. yeah, it gives you a good advantage. Especially already has game a game winner in the uh, preseason. He's already he's starting it off mm-hmm. strong. And uh, you know, the Warriors are probably going to be in because I think this award you kind of have to find a guy who's going to be on a team that's going to be in a lot yep. of close games. Like De'Aaron Fox, uh, you know, he last year that the Kings, even though they finished with a really good seed, they were in like they could have. They could have missed the playoffs very well yep. if they didn't pull out the, the amount of games that they were able to clutch uh, at the end of there. And uh, a lot of that due to De'Aaron Fox's play. The season before, I would just like to, again, once again, say DeMar DeRozan should have won this award yep. if it had existed. Uh, it's too far ago no, to remember any years no back. No contest. But, uh, yeah. He would have won uh, unanimously, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I would hope so. Uh, but for this year, you know, uh, I've took a long, long, hard look at uh, what I think could happen here. And this is kind of an easy one for me, actually, uh, just to look at it quickly. I think this is going to be, again, a team that's going to float around that plane. I know you think they're going to be a little bit better than I do. Uh, but I think Luka Doncic is a guy who's he's yep. got that clutch gene. We've seen him hit buzzer beaters to win games, to tie games, send it OT, Force whatever he needs to force in the late, uh, you know, dying seconds of the game. Yep. I think Luca is uh, is gonna have the ball in his hands a ton, and uh, th- this is a guy who I think is an easy bet for the clutch player the in, in the year or of the year in, in the NBA. Yep. Uh, it's it, you know maybe we we'll see that problem that they had uh, you know down the stretch of the season with uh, with Kyrie. You know they might be taking shots away from each other. That's the only thing that I could see being uh, you know a potential issue. Yep. But at the end of the day. I think that eventually Kyrie may understand that he's the second fiddle on this team, but Luca is the facilitator, so uh, you know that that may, maybe I should change the Kyrie. I don't know, but I, I'm gonna stick with Luca on this one. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I think betters really like him for 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 this uh, for this award, and uh, I think yeah that everything you said 100 uh, percent true. Uh, we, we, I mean, even last year, if if the 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 Mavs had not fallen apart down the stretch, uh, you know he he. He probably would have been in there in consideration with uh, Deer and Fox, mm-hmm. you know, at least, you know, top three, top five. Because just thinking back, uh, you know, last year he hit a whole bunch of clutch shots and he was clutch basically from the moment he entered the league. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, his rookie year he had one or two. I think yeah. that was his that, that one fadeaway, the one legged fadeaway in the corner, yeah. I believe, against the Trailblazers. He's, he's had yeah, shit rattled, uh, yeah. banging uh, down the stretch uh, his whole career. 100%. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Uh, he he's 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 for sure a good pick. I, I could see him winning this pretty easily. Um, you know, SGA is another guy I thought about. A guy yep, who was yep, just yep. so impressive in the clutch for Canada over the summer and for OKC last year. Uh, and uh, another guy who's you know sup- you'll be surprised the amount of clutch shots he's hit uh, in his young career. So so yeah, it's it's gonna be it's yep. gonna be a fun race. It's kind of a stupid award that doesn't mean anything, but uh, it's fun to to sort of relive the the clutch plays of the season because those are some of the most exciting so yeah we'll 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 see who comes out on top all right well now jordan let's stop fucking around with these other awards man let's get really into it i'm serious this time man you fuck it off executive of the year let's fucking go uh oh yeah give it it to Masai. give it to Masai. no i'm joking i'm joking yeah let's just do it let's do it uh it's time jordan get the monkey out big dog (laughs) of the year Big dog of the year, baby. This is uh, the one that we all want to look forward to uh, so far uh, in the illustrious history of this award. Steven Adams and Julius Randle are the two go. players that have collected. I mean, it's, uh, when, when you hear those names, you you always think, you know, those are big dogs. And I think they're big shoes to fill for this award. And both those guys, I think, have a lot of swagger. And they've got a lot of, uh, you know, cult fans around uh, the NBA, people who really back them and support them. I'm going to go with a guy who I don't really think has that. He's kind of a, you know, he's just one of these quiet European guys. He shows up, oh, he does okay. his job. And when, he reti- when, when he retires. This will be yeah, a first. European, when he reti- 
when he retires from the uh, the NBA, we'll probably never hear of him again. He'll just be a seven foot farmer or something crazy. Uh, I, I'm not sure, you know, exactly what he'll end up doing, but uh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, I'm gonna say he'll be like a crop farmer. I think that sounds like a good thing for him. I okay. can see him in a straw hat, pair of overalls. He could make it work. Okay. Uh, but I'm going with the Clippers big man. Avika Zubac, okay, nice. He's won Big Dog of the Month yes, multiple has. times. Yeah. He's a guy. He's he's always in the mix. He's uh, always floating around there in uh, the Big Dog of the Year talks. But he's never taken the mantle. But I think this is the year he could do it, man. Uh, again, like we it. talk about a, a big body, a guy who fights down low, gets a lot of block shots, but he gets a lot of nice offensive post hooks in there too, man. Yep. He's not afraid to throw that shoulder into a guy, nope. make him his bitch, and uh, <laughs> you know uh, really stuff him in the rim. So I I, I like Zubaz. I like the way he plays. He's a big dog. For for sure, whether he wins this award or not this year, uh, I, I'm looking at Zubaz as my favorite to, to take this one, man. I, you know what? Sometimes the biggest dog is the underdog, man. Yeah. So I'm happy to give him this award. Sometimes the biggest dog is the friends you make along the way. Also, just uh, mm-hmm. you know, want to point exactly. that out. But uh, yeah, Zubac, love the pick. I, he, he wasn't really even on my radar. Maybe it's my anti-European bias uh, coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those guys are soft to me. Dirk, uh, who the fuck is that? Uh, he's too Fucker. skinny. Um, but uh, yep. I, I really like the pick. Uh, yeah, like you said, he's he's won the the monthly award before, and uh, a, a true big dog. He, he exemplifies everything uh, we sort of created the award for so yeah i love it um yep my guy uh you bring a little bit of a crazy to the uh to the big dog big dog of the year award uh some some needed crazy some good crazy on a team with high expectations i hope i hope, I hope uh never mind i thought you were going beef oh too. no no oh my god i, I wish but i need to see another <laughs> full court sprint he's from like beef the big stew. like what, what the hell what the hell would you call him man like he's he's, he's like the he's like the raging yeah, bull of the say, year or something yeah. man literally he he saw red and then he charged he saw his own mm-hmm. blood and then he just he, he you know he was that two years ago i think it was i don't think wow, it was last two, year see, this is crazy i'll never forget yeah. it that was awesome or, yeah, well, I mean, I remember Russell Westbrook putting up his Dukes, but I guess that was, uh, yeah. yeah, that was second half of uh, the year before last. That Lakers tenure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it had to be, it had to be first year. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, what a legend, Beef Stew. Um, but, uh, no, this guy, he's, he's going to be on, on a team with a lot of expectations, so he's going to, you know, he's going to have a responsibility, I think, to be that protector, to be that old school kind of mm-hmm. Charles Oakley type, uh, you know, a guy who's going to, you know, have have that responsibility coming off the bench to, uh, you know, bring that rough and tumble attitude. And he's shown that he can do it. He's already a legend uh, in the state of Wisconsin. Bobby Portis, uh, I think, Ooh, yeah, might, might take this, this award home this year. He's going to, there's going to be, like I said, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, responsibility on his shoulders to be that big dog to be that guy who uh mm-hmm. you know just 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 does the fucking dirty work he's got a bunch of guys on his team who are who are flashy uh and 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 who are you know superstars in their own right all stars uh but but the the, the bucks are going to need someone to 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 clean up to to do the the the, the hard work down low and i think uh bobby portis yep. uh he's ready to do it with his big crazy eyes he's ready to go yep, get it get yep. after it hey he's He's about that action, man. Just ask Nikola Mirotic oh, yeah. uh, why he doesn't play in the NBA anymore. You'll uh, you'll understand more. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, Bobby Portis is a good pick, man. That guy's he's crazy. He likes getting on those loose balls. Yeah. Uh, maybe the last of a dying breed. You know those uh, those Ben Wallaces, those Rashid Wallaces, yep. or yep. Uh, you know the the Dennis Rodmans even. I think uh, the, the, the they're kind of going out the wayside you know because they actually need to be able to score shoot the ball do all those other things that basketball players are expected to do yep. but Bobby Portis one of the last guys that really uh you know you you see him out there and you're like this is a guy 
that uh, might actually have some screws loose a, a little bit when he's out yeah. there. So uh, good pick there, and uh, you know we'll see ultimately who ends up winning big dog of the year uh we'll probably forget these picks uh, <laughs> by the time the first big dog of the month comes out so you won't be uh we don't be worried about any bias man we're, we're always here to just give the real big dog of the year correct but now without further ado jordan it's time for the mvp baby mvp mvp, MVP. thank you big dog monkey yeah. uh this is a uh, an award that uh you know every every player dreams of hoisting they dream of capturing establishing themselves as one of the all-time greats of the NBA and uh this year Jordan I mean the guy I'm going with I think his team is going to be amazing uh it's tough uh uh, you know potentially because he's playing alongside another guy who is a a superstar in the NBA potentially a top 10 talent depending on who you ask uh but this guy uh, we've talked about him a potential guy who could be looked at as uh you know the the, the best power forward of all time or one of the best players of all time because he's so young in his career but I think Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Bucks is due for that third MVP, uh, adding that one to the mantle. Yep. I think the Bucks are going to be a fucking wagon this year. They're going to be tough uh, to, to, for anyone to take down, and he's going to have some monster stats. Playing alongside Dame, I think that his, uh, as we said, his play style is going to complement Giannis and vice versa, and Giannis is just going to put up some insane numbers. I'm talking 30, 10, and eight maybe yeah. i don't know maybe not the assist maybe not that high <laughs> but it's going to be wild Giannis yeah. is going to dominate the nba once again like he has been for many years and uh, you know everyone likes to clown the jump shot i know the jump shot's not there trust me i'm cool with the jump shot not being there <laughs> because at least it makes it fair for everybody else yes, otherwise yeah. Giannis dominates at every single aspect of the game yeah. everyone's got to have their flaw man super superman's got his kryptonite that's Giannis's. correct and uh you know even then he's still going to be putting up insane numbers he's going to be leading one of the best teams in the the entire nba uh, I, I think this is a, an award that Giannis could easily snatch uh, this coming season. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think uh, you know it. It, it, it is going to be a, a new challenge for him. You know, keeping his his stats at that sort of MVP level uh, with with a guy like uh, Dame coming in and joining the mix, who's you know, mm-hmm. uh, as you mentioned, uh, a superstar in his own right. You know, a, a twenty five point plus per game scorer in his own right as well. So that that's going to maybe be, you know, a new thing that Giannis has to navigate, but they, they do such different things that I don't think either of them is going to like get in each other's way. If anything, they might mm-hmm. enhance what the other one can do and, and sort of provide more space, more opportunity. So, yeah, I think, you know, Giannis, uh, uh, you know, someone I obviously heavily considered for, for, for MVP and, uh, yeah, is, is, is sort of one of the front runners, uh, as he is every year. Cause he's, fucking insane um so yeah i love the pick could could easily see that happening um for me i i i struggled uh with this one and and mvp i find really tricky because you know there so many things you know like we've said with other other awards there's so many things you gotta take into consideration there's the narrative part of it there's you know are people Mm -hmm. gonna be you know fatigued voting for this guy again you know what's 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 the sort of team outlook you know are they gonna be good enough uh record wise um and I, I, for me, it came down to two guys I was choosing between, and I really, literally went back and forth. Like I've, I've, I've erased mm-hmm. one name and put the other uh, multiple times. Um, and the guy I went with in the end, and it kind of dovetails with my coach of the year pick of Jason Kidd. I think this might be Luca's time to finally oh come through and win oh this boy. thing. That is contingent on the Mavs, like I'm saying and, and predicting that that I think He's that they finally can do. not the favorite to win it. Yeah, exactly. Over the odds makers, that's been a curse. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, I, and I think, you know, he is going to come out really motivated to 
just prove people or, or not prove people wrong, but sort of re re uh, establish himself and the Mavs as a good team mm-hmm. to be to be reckoned with, and and himself as as one of the best players in the NBA because he still was that all of last year. The Mavs put together you know yep, kind yep. of exciting first half of the season, but uh, the, the, to to completely miss the the, the play in was just so embarrassing for them. And I I think if Luca is anything, he's he's very prideful about this stuff, and I think he's going to come out really uh you know wanting to prove people wrong and i think i think this if any year is going to be the year where he finally comes comes to camp in shape uh it it, it might be this year because you know people have been Mm -hmm. nagging him about it people have been fucking straight up making fun of him and about it for long enough i think he might finally say you know what fuck this no more pretzels no more beer uh you know after every practice let's uh let's let's get uh serious here so i i think I think Luca, you know, Luca's uh, the, the guy I went with in the end, but the the guy I was just as you know, almost just as close to putting in there was was Jason Tatum because I think I, he's yeah, another yeah. guy who is going to be really pissed off with how the last few seasons have went. They've been so close to to to, to winning the title, um, but you I know, think he should have been more in the MVP conversation than he has been the last few. Hundred percent, yeah. There's been guys who just you know, kind of barely edged him out. And, and in more sort of normal years, uh, he could have already won one uh, if, if there wasn't such yep. kind of crazy high-end statistical talent between, you know, Giannis, Embiid, and, and Jokic the last few years. But I think yep. for the Celtics, uh, what what it came down to me in the end is I think the Celtics might be looking at themselves uh, at the start of the season and say, you know what, we've went full out the last few seasons. We've, we've, had you know some of the best records uh you know in in the jason tatum era the celtics have had the you know some of the best and most winningest seasons uh of any team in the east i think this might actually be be the year where they kind of treat this as uh you know more like adults and more like lebron used to do it just say you know what fuck seeding we're good enough to beat anyone let's make sure we're fully healthy and ready let's Let's you know make sure we 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 know what we've got here. I, th- I expect Joe Mazzulla to sort of experiment with a bunch of different lineups. You know, using Porzingis and 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 these new additions in different ways. Drew Holiday as well. Mm-hmm. So I I think f- for me, I initially wanted to give it to to Tatum, but I just don't think the Celtics are going to take the regular season quite as seriously. Um, just because I think they're they're going to be more focused on actually getting it done in the postseason and being healthy for that uh, and not expending too much energy. So at the end of the day, I went with Luca. We'll see. He's burned people in the past. You know, he's, he's looked like he's primed and ready to win the award, but just has always kind of fallen short of it. But I think mm-hmm. uh, if, if, if any year uh, is, is the year, I think it might be this one. Well, statistically, there's no way that Luca won't be a part of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The guy's a, a triple double machine. Puts up a you know every single year he puts up a brand new record. Uh, you know, scoring the ball, passing the ball, rebounding, doing everything on the court that uh, you know gives you any kind of padding in the statue. Yeah. He does it all. Uh, this is going to be a guy who commands the ball a lot. Like I said in my uh, my, my expert coach or uh, clutch player of the year pick, yep, yep. Uh, you know he he's going to be in there. He's going to be working for all of the shots that he can take. And uh, yeah, I think at this point, Luca, the only thing that could hold him back is how well the Mavs finish. Yep. They're definitely a wild card in the Western Conference. Yep. Uh, you know, it really just depends on uh, you know how much faith you have on him and Kyrie to kind of coexist and make this work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Jason Tatum. 
I, I had him on my shortlist as well. Uh, I, I think he'll be in that top three nomination mix no matter what because yeah. uh, he's going to average his 12. Again, similar to LeBron. Like, he'll be a 26-7-7 kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, may, Maybe the assist numbers will be a little bit lower than that, but he's a guy who does it all. He's an underrated defender, uh, I, I, great size, does everything he needs for his team, and uh, you know, the Celtics are going to, in my opinion, be another uh, you know one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. So yeah. uh, I, I would look. For uh, you know both those guys, uh, you know to be uh, to be in there, I would give the edge. If I was gonna you know compare year two, I'd give the edge to Tatum. But uh, you know I think that uh, we'll you know see, we'll any see. of these guys, you know yeah. they're they're gonna all all three of these guys I think will put up MVP numbers. But uh, yeah. to end it all off here, man, it's time we give our finals predictions. NBA championship. That's what we're all waiting for. That's what we all watch for. Yeah. The glory to see who is gonna etch their name in NBA history. Could be anyone this season. Jordan, uh, to, to start it off, man, let, let's go with the, the Eastern Conference because I think when you look at the Eastern Conference and you know maybe you'll surprise me, maybe you'll shock me, but I feel like right now it's kind of a two-alpha dog yeah, race yeah, between yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. Yeah. That's what I've got in my Eastern Conference Finals, mm-hmm. and I think this is going to be an absolute dogfight. Yep, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I kind of, you know, with uh, another scenario where I kind of went back and forth, I can see both getting there realistically. I would be... It is one of those situations where I, and let you know, barring some crazy injury uh, that would lead to some other crazy Cinderella heat run or something like that, like from last year, mm-hmm. I would be so shocked if it's not either the Bucks or the Celtics in in the finals from the East. It's just they're, yeah. they're to me they're just so far uh, and away the two best teams in in, in the conference. Um, so Agreed, yeah, yeah, I I, I think. You know, there's a lot to consider, but I'm just, you know, falling back on on my initial thoughts of both of these teams. You know, when these are teams with with new additions, um, and I thought, you know, despite what they now the a weakness I think they now have on the perimeter, uh, I think the Bucks got so much better with their their top line talent, and I think the 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 Celtics, even though they addressed their issue with uh, with with you know, finally getting a point guard that I respect enough to run the show and drew holiday. They just lost too mm-hmm. much front court depth. I think Giannis is going to be that much harder to deal with, uh, if, and when they meet, uh, in, in the playoffs and, and same goes for any other team in the East trying to deal with Giannis. And that's already hard enough. If you're going to fucking try and build the wall against Giannis. Oh yeah. You've got Dame Lillard, one of the best, uh, you know, players of our generation, uh, you know, trailing mm-hmm. to hit threes or, you know, getting to the mid range, hit his floater. Yeah, yeah. You get Drew, you get Drew Holiday and Derek White. Well, out hey, there it's him, gonna be then, tough. then it gets crazy. It's gonna be tough. And and hey, Porzingis uh, is is a beast down low as well. You know, uh, all, all jokes mm-hmm. aside, uh, I actually do that believe that to be true. If he can be on the court uh, in, in, in the playoffs, in 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 the sort of most important games, but at the end of the day, he doesn't. He doesn't even know the month of April exists. No, yeah, it's true. It's true. But at at the end of the He's day, usually shutting her down by February. <laughs> We'll see, man. I told you the Celtics—they're playing with fire. But, but I—I I will give them, like I said before, their their top end uh, potential is is kind of out of this world with with the mm-hmm. versatility that 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 starting lineup can bring you. But at the end of the day, I'm going with the Bucks. I believe in Giannis. I think they can edge it out. I think, uh, you know, I I just said I don't expect the Celtics to necessarily be as you know hell bent on getting the first seed like. Uh, you know, first or second seed, like they have been, they might just walk into it uh, w- without mm-hmm. even trying, because because I do believe the, these two teams are that good. But you know, at the end of the day, this matchup could come down to home court advantage. That might play a factor here, and I do think it'll be close if and when these two teams meet. 
but uh, I'm taking the Bucks at the end of the day to uh, to, to 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 get to the finals. Well, uh, again, like like I said to set this all up, I mean, yeah, I think it's between these two teams, uh, and at the end of the day, uh, it, it's gonna be kind of it, it's it's gonna be close because I I think honestly when you look at the game plan of how the teams match up against each other, the Celtics should have the advantage. But I just feel like Damian Lillard will be able to find a way to you know do Dame things against this Celtics defense on the perimeter. Yep. No one is going to be able to stop Giannis on that team. Yep. Jalen Brown is too small. Jason Tatum is not a good enough defender. Yep. Uh, you know as great a defender as he is. And then when you have Old Man Horford in there, mm-hmm. even Brooke Lopez might be getting his buckets in yep. there. He might be throwing it back to the the, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, the New Jersey Nets, really. Yep. Uh, those old days, uh, you know, throwing that hook <laughs> shot up there, uh, stretching him out onto the three-point line. Like I, I really do think that the I, I, I agree here that the, the Bucks will be the Eastern Conference representative in the uh, the NBA Finals this year. Uh, I, I think that you know the, the the bench depth is still solid enough. They've got the perfect veteran core that they need, uh, along with some of those young legs, you know, to keep the regular season afloat to get that favorable seating. Yep. Uh, I, 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 again. I went back and forth. I, uh, you know, this is uh, actually, you know, I'll, I'll save this little tidbit for later. But uh, you know, it's it's going to be a hell of a series. I really hope these are the two teams that uh, it comes down to in the Eastern Conference, because yeah. uh, otherwise, it's uh, it's going to be a bit of a disappointment in my eyes. But uh, who knows? I do love an upset, so we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, I think the Bucks just going to overwhelm them inside. Uh, the Celtics just haven't been able to, you know get over that hump and i think this might be another year and even though again i think they're one of the you know a top four team in the nba uh you know no doubt these might might be the 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 straw that broke the camel's back and this is finally when we really see them blowing i I think this you could make the argument i don't necessarily think i would go there but i think you make the argument that these are the two best teams in the nba like uh depending on how you view you know the nuggets and their chance of repeating and you know all the other teams in the west Mm -hmm. so yeah it but yeah i agree It, it, it if if the celtics can't break through yet again um I think it depends, you know, it, it's tough. because It really depends if you want to let the fans get to you. Yes. The day, let's say they make the Eastern Conference Finals again. That's two That's two Eastern No, sorry. I think that I believe that's, that's like four, four straight seasons they would make the Eastern Conference uh, Finals. Yeah, and they made the Finals once out of those, three, those four years. But still, if you're the top four every single year, you can't complain. Yeah. Like, you're doing something right. Yeah. Eventually, maybe your chance will get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, it's, it's a tough... Uh, you know, it's you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like you, it, there is mm-hmm. there is something to be said about you know you can't just keep running things back again and again and again. But if they lose this year, like you said, in as long as they don't get you know upset in the first round or something crazy, if they lose admirably to the Bucks in the conference finals, I don't really see how you can make the case to fully break this up because this this will have been also the first year that they've got Drew Holiday on the team. So I, in, yep. unless they're embarrassed, there's an embarrassing exit. If you're the Celtics, I think, you know, no, no need to panic. Uh, I, I think you've still got uh, you know room to grow with this team. But I do think that you know I I don't necessarily uh, you know I didn't love what they had to give up in order to get Drew. But I, I yeah. think they made the right moves at the right time. They couldn't, uh, you know, based on last year, the fact that they went down 0-3 and showed almost no fucking fight or spirit in that game three, they needed to make a change, even though they came back and almost won, uh, you know, in game seven in Boston. I think they made a change at the right time. So I think that buys you a couple more years, kind of grace period, even if you don't break through. I mm-hmm. think they've, they've been doing this the right way. So, yeah, I wouldn't panic. Um 
and and I could easily see them. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they were in the finals as well. You know, they they they've played the Bucks yep. pretty well, and as much as the Celtics don't have an answer for Giannis, the Bucks are going to struggle with uh, you know having an answer for either Tatum or Brown. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's going to be one hell of a battle. I just, yeah, I, I, I hope we get it in the conference finals. I hope it goes seven games. Um, cause, cause yeah, that's, 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 that's a storied history now between these, these, these two squads going back quite a few years. And, uh, yeah, I think that'll be a, a one for the ages yet again. Well, uh, Jordan, I mean, I, I kind of set the stage there for the Eastern conference. I want you to give me your picks for the Western Conference Finals, because this one is really up in the air. I think that anyone you ask could have two different picks. Yeah. Uh, you know, they could have the entire West playing out in entirely different ways. Uh, it's a very, very competitive uh, you know, conference. Uh, I'm interested to see who do you think is going to be vying for that final spot in the NBA Finals. Yeah, I, I, the West is really hard. Like, I legitimately can make the case for... Uh, like five teams, maybe even a, you know, a six, like there, there's really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you sort of, you know, expand it out and, and think about potential, you know, matchups and, and, and guys who are prone to injuries and all these, these different things, there's, there's really uh, a bunch of ways you can go. I think the nuggets are going to be in the conference finals. I think what they did last year are, was, was real. And I think they, even though they kind of took a step back, I think they they've they've got enough internal development that they've got guys like uh, you know Christian Brown who's going to step in and fill the void of, of some of the guys that that left in free agency and I think that their core their their starting five is still the best in basketball and I I think um, until someone knocks Jokic off the pedestal I think he's he's still the best player in the world and 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 in my mind there's no answer for him right now until someone proves that they've got it. So I think the nuggets are going to be there. The, the other team it's, it's tough. I've, I've, I'm genuinely considering as crazy as this sounds, the warriors, I could see them being there. Mm-hmm. I could see the Lakers being there and I could see the Suns being there. And I, I love Chris Paul so much, man. Give me the warriors in the conference finals. They're not going beyond there. They're not going beyond there. I think the nuggets rematch are, warriors. Nuggets. Oh ah, my God. Well, yes. And I, I think it's going to be a fun rematch. I think it's going to be another one that could be mm-hmm. fairly competitive. Maybe um, it, you know, I think the nuggets, even with the improvements that I've seen the warriors kind of make and the addition of my guy, Chris Paul is really going to help that bench. I do think the nuggets are still better. And I, I, I think, Maybe in six games they'll win it. I don't necessarily think it'll it'll be that, you know, you know, a down to the wire type competitive series. But I think the Warriors will put up a fight. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I I just I I just you know I've bet against Steph too many times. I've gotten burned. I genuinely was gonna consider. I know you're gonna think this crazy, uh, but putting the Warriors uh, as as the Western Conference uh representatives in the finals no oh boy but i don't think they quite have enough and this whole situation with the clay extension i think is kind yep. of awkward so i think they get to the conference finals but no further and i think it's the nuggets uh going yeah, back it, it, to defend their title if they can get to the conference finals man that'd be fucking insane, yeah in my opinion. that's I, that'd be that, that'd be crazy. that's a ring for chris paul as far as Curry, i'm concerned Sure, yeah, yeah, kind of. He can collect. A, he's addicted to the finals, man. He's bound to relapse. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is a uh, yeah. The, the the Warriors are are a sneaky team. Uh, you know the, the the you know Steph Curry, one of the greatest point guards of all time. If he's not number one, he's probably number two. Yep. Uh, you know this is a guy who can uh, you know 
take a team to the finals on his back and uh you know i wouldn't be surprised to see it uh you know i i, I don't see that for them in my opinion i i you know i really do see them as more You're of a, a playing team hater. but uh, I am a hater. I am a hater of the Warriors, and they've proven me wrong many times. So, you know, uh, who, who knows? But this could be uh, good for you if you're a Warriors fan yeah. to hear me uh, kind of shit on them here. My conference finals, I'm going – I'm not I, – I, you know, again, it's it's odd to go against the reigning NBA champions, a team who was pretty much dominant throughout the entire NBA season last year, like we said. I don't think the Denver Nuggets make it back to the conference finals. Not even I've the conference finals. Team, wow, man. Not even the conference finals. I've got one team making their return to the conference finals, though, and it's the L.A. Lakers. Okay. Uh, I, I think that they are, you know, they, they, they actually had a, a very nice, uh, you know, underrated offseason. They got the guys they needed to get. They've got better depth. Austin Reeves has made, you know, strides. Still a complete defensive liability, but, you know, offensively he is, uh, you know, he's there for them. Uh, they've still got a great defensive backcourt, you know, Vander, or backcourt, frontcourt with uh, Vanderbilt, Anthony Davis. LeBron can always chip in once the playoffs hit. Yep. He'll be able to defend a lot better. And LeBron is still LeBron. I mean, at this point, again, I've given up. Until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. I'm kind of the opposite of what a lot of people are doing, uh, you know, trying to hate on him. I think that LeBron will, again, like, I, I, I'm not even kidding. I think LeBron could be in the MVP consideration again this year if he plays enough games. I'd love to see uh, it. He is going to, he's going to be, uh, you know, putting up insane numbers, and I think he's going to take these uh, these Lakers uh, to, to the Western Conference Finals where they'll meet, and this is even crazier, a team that I've been saying I'm big no, on. No, you But I didn't tell you how big I am oh on them. The Minnesota Timberwolves. you got to be kidding. Timberwolves versus Lakers. Everyone said it. When Wiggins w- was drafted by the Timberwolves, then D'Lo was over there with the Lakers, <laughs> Julius Randle, uh, you know, Zach Levine with the Timberwolves. Everyone said, you know, Cat, like, that was going to be the matchup eventually wow. in the Western Conference Finals, uh, you know, come this time. And here we are. It all came to fruition. Uh, who knew LeBron James would be in the mix and Rudy Gobert? Uh, but I think... That's going to be the conference this is finals. Wild. I think the this Timberwolves is are that good. All right. I think Anthony I think Anthony Edwards is going to establish himself as one of the best players in the NBA this season. Yeah, I think and this playoffs is going to be the way. one that he yeah, goes on. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I'd be surprised I if the Timberwolves off. are in the conference finals, to be clear. But the Anthony Edwards thing uh, Listen, man. wouldn't be. But I'm just saying, when you look at the Timberwolves, and I think this is insane. If anyone's been listening to the podcast, you know, has heard, like, I absolutely hated yeah, the you've shit done on a the 180. all year, last year. I have... Been I've bought in to this team and their potential. I think the offseason, the moves that they've made were enough to make a difference. And uh, you know, I think Mike Conley is a guy is just a, a fantastic guy to have a you know kicking around on this team. Yep. Uh, I think he's made a world of difference in that late stage game. Uh, you know, for for this Timberwolves team, I I really would not sleep on this team. I'm preaching to everybody right now. If I'm wrong, hey, no worries, it's all good. But. <laughs> If I'm right, you better be hitting these bet slips. You better be telling me that I've gotten you some money because these are, this is not a, a take that a lot of people are having out there. So I'm going Lakers versus Timberwolves. I think this is going to go down to the wire. This is going to be a back-and-forth series. You know, I, I think, again, this is another one where, you know, uh, if you actually look at the matchups, I think the Timberwolves might even have a little bit of an advantage. But I think that, uh, you know, the, the arguable GOAT comes out ahead here. I think that the, the Lakers... Maybe overwhelm them a little bit. I don't know if they'll be able to match that offensive firepower. You find a way to kind of match whatever uh, Anthony Edwards can throw at you. I'm going right. to go with the Lakers. LeBron, one more time, baby, in the NBA Finals. Lakers versus Bucks. The changing of the guard, perhaps. Who knows? Or will the old the king, reign, the king versus uh, the you know, prince, live on. The, the king versus the Greek I don't know, god. man. The freak. I, I hey, this is that's a pretty that's a lot more interesting than uh, Bucks versus Nuggets, man. Yeah, uh, true. But I mean, Buck, Buck, but we both have the Bucks in there. Whether it's the Lakers or the Nuggets, man. I mean, do you uh, you know who, do you have the Western Conference squeezing that one out, or do you have the Bucks taking the finals? In your 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 opinion here, Jordan? 
I went back and forth on my Bucks versus Nuggets. I think if they do meet in the finals, either could win. Uh, I could see the you know both scenarios playing out. Uh, but I think the I I think the Nuggets proved to me last year that they are just so cohesive. They have so much room to get even better. Um, and mm-hmm. I I think it's going to be close. But I I I pick the Nuggets in seven over the Bucks. Close series. Oh boy! All time. Back to back. Back to back. Yep. And this would be a uh, and the, the, winning the finals there. You know whether he gets the finals MVP or not, probably would end up getting it. I mean, Jokic would be cementing himself as the uh, one of the best big men of all yep. time. Uh, you know he already has, but that would even you know further it. Uh, you know the 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 the, the Bucks would be uh, you know probably disappointed, but that would be a, an amazing series, insane basketball there. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take your your ears and I'm gonna flip it a little bit here. I'm going with the Bucks to win the NBA championship. I'm going to see them take it uh, against the Lakers. Uh, I'm going to say they'll take it in six games. I think it'll be really close no matter what. Another finals uh, loss for LeBron. That, I love it, man. I fucking yeah, love it. Yeah, another one. One, one more onto the yeah, – uh, get the chalkboard out, man. That's his move. Uh, but I, I just think – I think that they – again, the Lakers are great. They're a good team. But they do everything the Bucks do, but they're a little bit worse. Yeah. They've got the, the older team. They've got the more injury-plagued team historically. Uh, I, I think the Bucks are going to be set up here, but I do want to say this. So again, the Bucks are my pick. I'm very confident in them to win the NBA championship, especially to get to these conference finals. Yeah. But before the Boston Celtics made that trade with Drew Holiday leaving and all this other shit happening and the Damian Lillard trade to the Milwaukee Bucks, I did have the Boston Celtics over the Los Angeles Lakers as my finals pick. That Damian Lillard trade shifted everything yeah, for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the Celtics got worse, and uh, you know yeah, I went with the back. Bucks there out of the Eastern Conference, and ultimately I thought that they were going to be the team to win it all. So uh, I, I'm going with the Bucks over the Lakers. You're taking the Nuggets over the uh, the, the Bucks here. It's yeah. going to be crazy. Hopefully the Bucks make it. I mean, uh, the big yeah, dogs are awkward. telling you, hammer the Bucks yeah. to, uh, to win the Eastern Conference at the very least. Uh, but uh, this is going to be a hell of a season, Jordan. I can't wait. We want to hear all your takes at Big Dog Ball Talk. Let us know who you think is going to win the 2024 NBA championship. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Big Dog Ball Talk. Let us know what you think. And it's time, Jordan. Let's get ready for tip-off. Let's take the earbuds out. Let's get fucking ready. Get it's time. Uh, this is going to be a uh, the, one of the best seasons yet. We're going to be back hitting you guys every Monday and Friday. We're going to do it. I swear. I swear by the gods we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We always find a way once the regular season tips yes. off to make it work. Yes, so uh, stick with us, and we'll stick with you. And some Happy special, some special eps on Wednesdays mm-hmm. as well. Sorry to uh, cut yep. you off there, yep. Matt. But, uh, hey, we got, no, you're good, man. we got lots coming at you. And, uh, yeah, the, the, this is... Uh, this is what we wait for all year, baby. This is our Christmas until mm-hmm. actual Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be fun, too. And, and, yeah, that's the More best time of the year for the NBA as well. Yep. Hey, there we go. But this has been Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel. Go Bucks. Go Nuggets. <laughs> go Raptors. Go Raptors. And as, the, as my good friend Jordan always said. the perfect seg- segue, Matt. The NBA season's back. We're going to get... Uh, more of this. Miller, genuine draft. Uh, get that oh, garbage yeah. out of here. It actually really hurts my voice. I don't know how he does that, but mm-hmm. g- g- give me a few, Matt. Give me yep. a few uh, Jack Armstrong-isms. You know I love to hear it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Maddie, Hello. run it up, Maddie D. <laughs> run it back. Oh, God. I'm actually hoping one of the, at the Raptors game. This is my uh, last prediction. Long Chung makes an appearance on the jumbo board, spinning the speaker on his head at the to, Raptors game. We need game. to get him on this podcast. Everybody look at Long Tendo. Long Tendo would love it. A cute, passionate fan. 100%. Yeah. And, and the three of us, you know, we could do a little bit of an outing. Me, you, Alex, Long Chung, mm-hmm. Raptors game. Um, go to that place with those really cheap shots you took us to one time, man, to make a night yes, of it. Yes, yep, yep. 
Yep, uh, Alex, book long chunk. Make it out. <laughs>